You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Today's episode is powered by Zen Supplies. It's the next generation of purchasing dental supplies on an online platform where all of the products from any distributor are in one place. You get to compare prices and products and have complete confidence in your distributor and your ability to monitor all of your supplies and your purchases, right? It's never having to feel that feeling of running out of supplies and you get to minimize the time that it takes for you to do your orders. This way you can focus on the million other things that dental assisting jobs come with. If you guys want to learn more about Zen Supplies, visit www.zensupplies.com. Thanks for tuning in to episode 81. This week on the show, I got to sit down with Jim Maroney from Jen's Vision. I'm sure you guys have seen this story of hers circulating around the interweb at some point in time. She is advocating for patient safety eyewear, and her story is really one of true inspiration. She took something that could be detrimental to anyone and put the best possible spin on it so that she can get out in the world and make sure that uh, what, a, what, what accident happened to her doesn't happen to anybody else. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this interview. Hi guys, welcome to the show. I am super excited to have a special guest on with us today from Jen's Vision. Now, Jen herself was a patient who had an eye injury at the dental office because she was not offered eyewear protection. Now, Jen, if you don't mind, I, I, I don't think anybody can tell your, your story the way that you can. If you could, go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, everyone. I am Jen Maroney. I am the founder of Jen's Vision. And uh, yeah, my story's a little crazy, so, um, but it was very preventable. So that's, that's why I'm here today. But, uh, so I went to the dentist and I, you know, I had been going to the same dentist for years. I absolutely loved my dentist. Um, and I had no idea coming in as a patient, um, that eye protection should have been given to me. So, you know, through the procedure, um, where I was actually getting a root canal, uh, the needle was fumbled and it fell into my eye, the actual needle, it was a bent needle. And I was getting an upper palatal injection. Um, so at the time, you know, it's kind of like needle in your eye. <laughs> it's so stereotypical, like, oh my gosh. But really, you know, um, things afterwards, infection control procedures, as I've now educated myself on, they were not followed. Um, you know, I wasn't taken directly to an eyewash station or to the hospital or anything really. Um, it really, the streptococcus mitis bacteria, which was from my mouth that became encapsulated in my eye when the needle actually punctured it, um, you know, had all night to kind of fester in my eye. And I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and, uh, I couldn't believe how much pain I was in. I actually felt like my brain was being eaten. It was terrible. Um, 
So, yeah, so I took a famous picture. Um, it's when you Google Jen's vision, uh, one of the first pictures that comes up is actually a really horrible picture of my eyes. And the one eye, you can actually see the infection over the entire eye. Uh, that was at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, something. Um, when I woke up, that's what my eye looked like before I uh, headed over to Will's Eye Hospital, uh, where kind of chaos and panic set in, uh, even within the doctors. And I mean, I know they were as professional as they could be. Um, but, uh, you know, it was something that they weren't used to dealing with. So it was, it was really chaotic. Um, what happened next? So I, I was kind of restrained and, and they actually had to inject another needle into my eye, um, which was antibiotics. But, after many different treatments and surgeries and things like that, um, they could not save my vision. My uh, retina became detached from my eye, uh, so it became a floating uh, retina. And so they had to permanently remove my lens, which meant that I would never be able to see again. There is, uh, uh, there's no transplant or any, any type of thing that would ever be able to fix uh, um, your lens once it's removed. So, um, but they decided that it would be the best thing to do. They were really worried about the infection traveling to my other eye. So, um, so they removed my lens and that's kind of, you know, really when it sunk in that, um, this, you know, this was forever. Like I was now permanently blind in my right eye and, um, you know, what am I going to do with this kind of, kind of hit me and, um, you know, the Jen's vision campaign started. <laughs> so instead of falling into despair, you have taken something that was very extremely negative. I mean, it, it, it modified you for life and you've taken it and tried to find the silver linings, right? How can you prevent this from happening again? It should have never happened to anyone. And, and with your research, Jen, <clears throat> you've actually seen that this isn't the first occurrence of eye injuries no. in the dental office, right? Oh, no, 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 not at all. Actually, um, I hear about them all the time. Uh, people come forward all the time. If you uh, actually, I just posted our new uh, ad campaign on the Jen's Vision Facebook page. And if you go on there, people are commenting. It's crazy, but people are actually putting themselves out there, which makes me so proud of them. But they're uh, commenting that they too have had eye injuries from the dental office. And you know, aside from people speaking up like this, um, I've done tons of research, obviously, in the last six years, and I've had the pleasure of working with and being mentored by some of the most amazing people in dentistry and education in dentistry and infection control. And, you know, uh, eye injuries are, you know, when eye protection is not provided, it, they're really not that uncommon. And it's, it's kind of mind blowing. Um, you know, with me, I am the 13th person on record, on record is the key word, um, that the needle has actually dropped into their eye. I am only uh, one of three where I actually got to keep my eye and um, it's just smaller. It has atrophied. I have a prosthetic shell that I, that I wear over top of my eye um, most of the time. It's painful though, but um, but yeah, only one person, uh, did not go blind from this injury. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually crazy. The number, 
you know, one uh, thing that usually that I hear that gets transferred and it's really gross, but it's the truth. So it is what it is, is STDs from someone else's spit, someone else's mouth um, is herpes in the eye, um, which is a really big thing, but it's also really hard to prove. So, um, yeah, you know, eye injuries and anybody who is in this profession and, and does this every day knows the dangers of and how vulnerable your eyes can be, not even just the patient, but the clinician as well. I mean, you guys are like what I call the front line are, are the dental assistants and the registered dental hygienists and the dentists. Like you guys are, are the front line out there, you know, protecting us patients. And, um, you know, if you are wearing them and we're laying down, we're so much more vulnerable. Um, you know, it's just so important that we as the patient are also thought of as being protected too. So it was kind of like me saying like, I can't believe how much this has happened before. And I cannot believe that no one has made such a big deal about this. Um, because if they had, then I might not be here today. So my, my main motivation was really like, you know, I, I, I have this knowledge now, like I cannot just sit on it. I cannot just, you know, let this happen to somebody else. I'm not just going to settle out of court real quick and just shut up. I refuse to do that. Um, you know, I was going to make a big deal out of it, not to embarrass anybody. I'm not mad at anybody. I don't hate anybody. This was an accident and accidents are just that they're, they're accidents, you know? Um, but what you do with your life after you suffer from, PTSD and, you know, you think about these things every day and, and, you know, your sadness and what do you do with all of this? And, and you can kind of decide like, you know, am I going to let this define me? And am I going to be a miserable lump all the time and just be sad and blind? And no, like I wasn't going to do that. I was going to protect people from ever feeling the way that I felt because I knew, you know, the emotions that I, I was feeling and, and how bad they were. And, um, it was really just to protect other people is, is how it started. No, that's, that's, that's usually how movements happen. (laughs) You know, it's just like rules. Like you don't realize there's rules until somebody did something wrong to, to make the rule. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. The whole progression of it. And, and, and Jen, the thing with dental assistance, and I'm sure all of our listeners can understand this is it is not mandatory. I don't care if there is a policy or not. It is not, I mean, sorry, it is mandatory. (laughs) You have to give this eyewear. Your patients deserve the best care possible. I don't care if your dentist is rushing you or if you can't find a pair, you go find a pair. Jen is the perfect example as to why it is not an option. Yes. And I hear, you know, I speak to dental assistants a lot and, and, registered dental hygienist, but both. And uh, like I said, you know, I, I, I have so many that um, say to me and, and communicate, you know, well, what happens when the patient, you know, fights me on it? And I'm like, that's a great question, you know? Um, so one of the tips I can, I can give everybody is um, that if you do have a patient that doesn't want to wear eye protection, Um, what I suggest is say, you know what, I'm going to walk out of the room for two minutes. I would appreciate it if you just Googled, uh, Jen's vision for me and I'll come back in and you tell me if you still don't want to wear eye protection. And I've gotten such a good response from people that were like, it works a hundred percent. 
I, nobody gives me any problems when I say that. Um, or some people will, you know, hang up a sign, a Jen's vision sign or something that they'll print out, um, and hang it in the room as to, you know, why it's so important. Um, because I hear feedback, you know, from the dental assistants that, uh, not everybody wants to wear it either. So it's important that we educate everybody on the entire spectrum. Um, you know, all the way to the manufacturers of the eye protection. There's nobody that I haven't spoken to about this. So it's, it's definitely something that I feel everyone needs to know. Everyone goes to the dentist, right? Yes. Well, hopefully. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> most, most. I the ones that don't that go have definite signs that they don't go. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're trying to help those people too. That's one of our things that we do do. Um, we raise funds and we collect eye protection and infection control, uh, supplies. One of my biggest, um, you know, sponsors is Hailyard and they give us all these infection, con amazing infection control products. And we donate them to charity, um, groups that will go out and actually treat people who cannot afford dental care. So it's just such a good way to kind of turn it around and give back and still advocate for the cause. And, um, and it makes me feel good to do that. So, yeah, I love it. So I really want to know about the world day, the worldwide day of eye protection. Yeah. So it started out, um, that it, that we're coming up on our sixth annual worldwide day of eye protection awareness. And it started out as just like a a local campaign and then it went national and then three years ago we went worldwide um, with over a million hashtags of Jen's vision and so what people do is they actually take a selfie of themselves um, or a group of them and they all have eye protection on and really just post it to social media it could be any social media platform they can tag me they don't have to um, and really just use the hashtag Jen's vision um, and it's what it does is it creates awareness. People are going to be like, what's Jen's vision? Why are you taking a selfie with eye protection on? They click on the link and boom, like they could read a plethora of articles and see videos and, you know, anything that they could possibly want to know about what we are and what we do at um, Jen's vision. Like it, it just makes it so much easier to kind of reach the masses. It's hard to reach everybody in the world. Right. So it's kind of like I'm calling on everybody to say this is an important message and we have to we have to get this across to people and it's just been a really really humbling and amazing day. Um July the 8th is the day and that's actually the day that uh my accident happened. It happened on July the 8th in 2013. And um and so I decided instead of having it be the worst day of my life um, that I was going to turn my mess into a message. And that's when it really, um, kind of took off. And I've just had such an amazing response because of it. Um, you know, one of the things that is so important to the Jen's vision campaign is having these amazing dental offices and these dental companies and these fortune 500 companies and these speakers and educators and people who don't even have anything to do with the dental industry. I mean, it's really kind of everybody who just believes in the cause they sponsor us and that gives us the resources to continue on and to keep pushing on and to keep doing this and, and not only advocating 
for patient safety, but also mental health and awareness because PTSD has been a huge part of this whole campaign for me. And I've just been so open about it um, and just so kind of put myself out there for everybody to realize that, you know, you can, uh, you can get through a really horrible experience and sometimes you can even, uh, you can be much higher than you ever started. It, it's crazy how I feel like I'm a better person. So <laughs> yeah, you were forced to evolve into this amazing being yeah, who is not only creating awareness in the industry, but making patients their own advocate, you know, <laughs> absolutely, it's a twofold. I, yes. I mean, people have to speak up for themselves too. And I tell them that all the time and it's almost like they're so afraid to talk to their dentist or the hygienist or the assistant. Like they're so afraid to say like, can I have eye protection? And I'm like, you, you really cannot be, uh, you know, afraid. And even though it is a suggested guideline and hopefully it is mandatory in most offices, although it is not throughout all 50 states. Um, you know, I, I just really hope that, that people would see the need for it and not feel so silly asking for it because they know that it really is in their best interest and not everybody gets got the memo. You know, there's so many people that don't, don't know about this rule or don't follow this rule. You know, I am really big on social media I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm on Facebook constantly. And I am that girl that calls, I call people out all the time. That's what I have to do. And it stinks sometimes because I don't want to come off as that person, but like you're posting pictures and you know, the dentist doesn't have eye protection on and the patient doesn't have eye protection on. And I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, you're really putting this out on social media and look at all the rules you're breaking right now. And, you know, you're, you're tagging it that, you know, Oh, I care about my patients. Well, really do you? Because you also have a drill in your hand, you know? So it's like, I, I'm the one calling them out. It, it is a double edged sword when it, when it does that, but the ones that support me and, and follow this message are just so unbelievable. Um, and I just can't thank them enough. <laughs> No, keep it, keep it, keep it going. Call out everyone. <laughs> I, oh, I do. <laughs> I it, do. And, it, and it, sometimes it takes that, that little um, nudge for any provider in yeah. any industry to do the right thing at the right time for the right reasons. Exactly. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, even like, even if there is a bigger message to their picture, I get it. And I'm not trying to be that girl, but I still am, you know? So it's like, I'll even just post the emoji with the sunglasses on and they get it. Um, they know I get a lot of private messages about it. I've had quite a few people apologize and take down pictures. And I'm like, listen, I'm not, I don't, I, I'm not here to you know, get an apology from you or anything like that. Like, I just want you to change your policy, change your practices. I want to see best practices. Um, and if you're not going to do best practices for, for the love of God, why are you posting it on social media? Like people know this now, you know, this, this is like a big red flag. Yep. <laughs> you're like showing off, Hey, look how dirty my room is. <laughs> you know, and like, and I know things too now from going to so many um, lectures and speakings and, you know, doing, doing my rounds. Like I've learned so much and I'm not in the, you know, I was not in the dental industry. Um, I know so many things about infection control and the procedures 
that I shouldn't probably, <laughs> but I looked at the picture and I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have your face mask crossed before your ear. Like little things like that that I pick up on. <laughs> Don't forget to check out Zen Supplies, guys, for all of your ordering needs. Yes, and half of our dental assistants you know, uh, unfortunately, because the states vary so much and, and they don't even, you know, a lot of us and don't know the difference between the CDC recommendations and OSHA recommendations. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I saw that in some of your work, you even pointed out, um, you know, the OSHA regulations for the employee. So why do yes. we have so many regulations for the employee and nothing for the patient? Isn't that a great question? Blows my right? mind. So... <laughs> So I have written to them so many times. Um, I've sent probably, I don't know, 1,200 emails in the last six years. Uh, I get different stories. Um, you know, one of the things, I mean, unfortunately, in this case, you, when you're working with the CDC, <laughs> there are so many things on their plate. Um, and they're dealing, you know, with outbreaks and, you know, things like that. And um, I guess on their scale, it's minute. And so it's, it's really hard um, to get a definite change. However, um, you know, it is written in the guidelines now. It is updated that it is now at least a suggestion. So we are getting there. It suggests it now um it is still not mandatory and that's what kills me so you know like i said um there's still a huge nut to crack there's still a lot of people that i have to reach like we think common sense you know just because you do your job well and you're educated on infection control and you're like my patients have to wear eye protection because i care about them not everybody's like you and you know not everybody I hate to say it is a responsible assistant and and it stinks to even say that but it's the truth or not everybody um, has access to maybe infection control updates or something like who knows it it there could be so many reasons um, but the bottom line is that there's still a huge problem um there's still a lot of people that do not use eye protection there's so many people that say i can't believe i've gone 30 years no one has ever offered me eye protection so it's it's progression you know um yeah. i've met so many people that say when they started in dentistry that um you know they didn't they weren't trained with gloves and i'm sure a lot of the assistants uh you know that have been in the field for a long time will will say the same thing you know back in the early 80s um you know when you were trained nobody wore lace nobody wore gloves to to examine someone's mouth you literally just stuck your hands in in someone's mouth so could you imagine doing that now <laughs> oh yeah i remember when i started uh, there was assistants i worked with the only time that gloves were acceptable is if it was a surgery any other time they're too expensive to use <laughs> right which absolutely not <laughs> they so are not too expensive um you know and so it blows my mind and but over time with enough pressure and stigma of using the gloves and why it's better to and the research and you know um that's what makes change happen and so you know like i said i've been at this for six years i finally got the cdc to make it a recommendation maybe in another six years they'll make it a law who knows but you know um 
there's, there's still a lot of work to do, but I'm hoping that it will be a lot like the uh, glove transition. And I'm hoping that, you know, this newer generation, and I really do believe that um, I've, I've been able to reach a lot of the schools. Um, and I know that a lot of the teachers and the educators uh, do put it in their presentations now about my story. So um, I see students all the time practicing at school on Instagram and stuff, and even their mannequins have eye protection on, and I'm always giving them props, and I'm like, you know, that's amazing. That's what I want to see. You make it a habit. Um, it's always going to be there, and they're not going to know another way to do it. Um, yep. It's really, you know, it's really the people, and especially the dentists, actually, that um, have been in practice for a really long time that I find, um, meet me with most resistance. Uh, they don't want to change their ways. Um, whether it be, they don't want to purchase eye protection for everybody, or they don't want to purchase the cleaning supplies to clean the eye protection for somebody, or they don't want to change their ways. I'm not really sure. Um, but there's, there is a good group of people out there that still know about it and still don't do it. So it, that, that kind of, upsets me. But, um, you know, Hey, I, all I can say to people, um, really is that you can come to me if you have questions about a specific dentist and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, I will definitely lead you in the right direction. So it's, uh, it's good. It's good to ask questions. I tell people it's good to know these things. Yeah. Um, like you were talking about the dentists that are out there. Uh, there are still dentists that say, just close your eyes okay, my yeah. eyelid is how thick and your instruments are how big and heavy and sharp and penetrating. <laughs> mm -hmm. What is that it eyelid going to do? <laughs> right. Exactly. And not even to mention, you know, one of the biggest things is the splatter. And so, um, you know, I have been at some demonstrations in, in a couple of the conventions and I've seen this and, um, you know, do the, do a black light test. And it's kind of like you put the eye protection on do a procedure, take it off and even look at, look under the light and see everything, even, even watery substances, as gross as that sounds like blood, saliva, everything that is on those glasses. And even if your eyes are closed, don't think for one second, it's not getting on your eyelashes. It's not going to get in the, in the cracks of your eyes. Um, or your eyebrows, save it for later. I mean, there's just, it's just, you know, it's gross. And so you just need to really be protected at all costs and closing your eyes is not going to do anything at all. So nope, that's my <laughs> standpoint on it. It's absolutely pointless. <laughs> pointless. So I guess, Jen, the takeaway would be, um, as a patient yourself, yeah. um, how would you like this approach to you when you go to the dental office? when you're seated, like, do you want the dental assistant to say we offer eye protection or here is your eye protection? What would be a, a better way to word it so that you are less likely to have a patient try to refuse it? Here's your eye protection. Here's your eye be, protection. Here's your eye protection is to be worn for every patient, every procedure. It's, it's a rule. That's what I tell people, every patient, every procedure. Um, you know, a lot of people think a cleaning is so simple most of the injuries that I have uh, researched have actually happened during cleanings um, from, you know, broken teeth, debris, things that have actually, you know, happened um, during that. So, you know, I, I would tell people, you know, 
especially dental assistants, don't give them an option. If you don't give them an option and you just say, these are your glasses, you need to put these on. If they give you a hard time because they're grossed out because someone else wore them, say, well, then I'm going to need you to go ahead and provide yourself with your own set of eye protection or sunglasses. I know sunglasses um, are not ANSI certified, which I always recommend. Um, however, they're better than nothing. And if you just, if you have a stubborn patient, then um, I would suggest that. And one of the main reasons too is, um, yeah, your dental assistants and I'm the patient, right? But at the same time, we're all people. And I would never want the patient to get injured, but coming from a person, I would never want you to be the person to injure someone. And I can, I've seen what it has done to people. I know. And from an accident, a simple, simple, well, it wasn't simple, but from a, an accident, um, you know, I, I can see how much trauma and, and everything that everyone involved can actually go through. So save your, save yourself from all, all of it. And just one pair of glasses can, can cut it all out. Yep. It's preventable. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jen, thank you so much for coming on the show. You guys, seriously, have July 8th, take a photograph yes. with the safety glasses hashtag Jen's vision. You guys, yes, I'm, it, this is, this is a chance to create that awareness. Absolutely. And make sure you follow me on Facebook and Instagram and uh, check my website out, jensvision.org. We're always looking for sponsors. I'd love to have you. Be awesome. yep, it's a, Thank it's you so a much. Great cause. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank Jen. You and so you have a fantastic much. day. I hope everyone has an amazing day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to DA Rockstars. And thank you so much, Jen, for coming on the show and sharing your story with us. Let's all support her. July 8th. Let's get a written and verbal consent from our patients wearing their safety glasses and hashtag Jen's vision. Let's help this cause. We don't want it to be a suggestion anymore. We want it to be standard written rules that every patient, no matter what, should have safety protective eyewear on. So uh, I just, it was, it's a story that I won't forget and I'm sure you won't either. Uh, Whenever your dentist is rushing you or your patient tries to decline them, you just, you think back this is the story. This is the worst case scenario. It happens and it doesn't have to. So, but you know, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe place for dental assistants. If you want to get a hold of Julie Varney, Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram, Facebook, or the website. And as always, let's band together to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on sectioning.